If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches, and I can't wait to, to dive into today's show. I have another, he's a sales expert. He's also an expert in entrepreneurship and really helping people develop their own selling style. So I'm super excited to have Brian Hughes with us here today. Brian, hello. Thanks for coming on the show. Ursula, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I can't wait. I know we have a lot of things to talk about today and I'll introduce Brian in a moment, but first I just want to say thank you. Thank you to our listeners all over the world. We love hearing from you. We love hearing what's going on. Our listenership just doubled last month and we're just, we're super grateful and we're glad that this message is getting out. So please tell your friends, tell your coworkers just to help other people stay inspired on this sales and entrepreneurship journey. And before I tell you more about Brian, we do have a wonderful sponsor again, the Express. Did you know the average business loses around 20% of its customers annually simply by failing to attend to customer relationships? In some industries, it's as high as 80%. Thanks to technology and our addiction to notifications and being busy, we spend less of our time creating quality relationships and more time just collecting followers. The Expressory aims to change the way we build business relationships. They help, they change the way we build business relationships, and they'll help you do the same. The Expressory would like to offer all of our listeners the opportunity to simplify their relationship management efforts. When you reach out to the Expressory, you'll receive a 30-minute design session to review your current customer experience. And during that time, you'll also create an easy-to-execute engagement plan. And as a bonus, this is super cool, the Expressory will send 10 of those follow-ups for you. Yes, through the mail, snail mail. So cool. They help you stay in touch. That's $150 value. To redeem, simply go to bit.ly forward slash double now, or you can simply email the Expressory at info at theexpressory.com to receive more information. I just want to thank the Expressory. They've been a phenomenal uh, sponsorship partner, not only for the show, but also at the Quantum Sales Summit this year. So thank you to all of them. So now let me tell you about Brian. 
Brian Hughes is a certified professional coach, CPC, sales performance coach at brianhughescoaching.com and the creator of the Sales Reboot Summit, which I just got to be a part of and it's being launched on Monday, June 4th, 2018. Brian has been a sales professional since 1989 when he started selling architectural services to companies and wealthy individuals as a 19-year-old college student and later began a career in sales at Computer Task Group, CTG, selling technology consulting services to large companies throughout the U.S. and Europe. He finally started his own company in 2008 to train and coach sales professionals while still consulting with small, fast-growing tech companies. Most recently, Brian created the Sales Reboot Summit, which includes 21 experts from around the globe to help sales professionals and entrepreneurs get unstuck kickstart their sales pipeline and accelerate their sales results. And Brian's going to tell you more about that at the end. I'm super excited to be part of that. Brian enjoys hanging out with his wife, Shelly, and their two children, Zoe and Charlie, and lives in Westchester, Pennsylvania. So with that, I just want to dive in, Brian. I It's fun to have someone who's in the sales space on the show. And I know we have many, many things to talk about. But I just want to start with hearing a little bit about your story. You know, when you, you know, just your story, what got you into this business? And then you launched your own business. And then also along the way, did you ever have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling? Absolutely. Thanks, Ursula. And thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun to talk with you and I've loved your work over the years. So this Thank is a you. great honor for me. You know, I started in sales, like, like you mentioned, back in the in 1989, I was in college, and frankly, I grew up pretty shy. I was not the sales type by any stretch of the imagination. But equally, I was as, about as bad a student as I was a sales. I had sales potential. So, long story short, during school, I uh, you know decided to take a job with an architect. I was actually in architecture school at the time, and uh, joined a firm in Salt Lake City where I was going to school and. Ended up, you know, doing marketing and started to love it. I was working with the partners of the company and, you know, we were just the whole preparation process and so on and started to really actually enjoy selling, which was, I didn't want to admit until years later. <laughs> but long story short, I, you know, went through that experience through school and coming out, uh, was lucky enough to have a family relationship with CTG and was selling large scale computer outsourcing projects and some things of that nature. And it was pretty good for a 22-year-old kid to be working with guys who were in their, men and women who were 40, in their 40s and 50s and learn from them for about 10 years, essentially. And along that way, I still did not see myself as a sales professional. I just wasn't the sales type, still completely awkward in you know, doing presentations and prospecting and so on. But it started to whittle away over the years because I started finding kindred spirits, essentially. You know, guys like myself, people like myself, who were not born talkers, you know, who were not people, you know, were really set up for this role. And with that, I started to ask a lot of questions, you know, how did you get comfortable? What is selling really all about? I mean, is it just presenting and things of that nature? So I was pretty fortunate early on to have those mentors. That's phenomenal. And, you know, it's interesting. I was just talking to someone recently about how people who quote unquote are more introverted. I think I, I'm you know, I'm, I've mentioned this on the show before, but I kind of fall in the ambivert where I feel like I'm introverted at times and I'm extroverted at times, but actually people who are introverted can make phenomenal sales professionals because they listen really well. 
I'm sure you're going to talk about that more today, but that occurred to me as you were sharing that is, you know, we think we have to know exactly what to say every time. And yet listening is that very valuable skill. So I want you to look back at like the trajectory of your either, you know, your early career when you started to realize you were really good at sales or in your own business. But was there ever a time when you had that first double or that first really massive month where you're like, oh my gosh, like this is really happening. I'm a sales professional or I'm really good at selling. Yeah. You know, there's been a number of them over the years. It wasn't just one big moment. I mean, back in my twenties, I, you know, you has for every 25 failures, you know, presentations that go badly. There were a couple where the executive would say, would give the feedback, Hey, thank you so much for coming in. This is exactly what we needed and so on and so forth. And those, uh, I kind of held on to those experiences, you know, going forward and started to, you know, one of the things I learned early on from guys like Jack Canfield and some of the other authors that I've read over the years is to keep track of your successes, you know, keep kind of your own portfolio, your own personal resume, so to speak, of your wins over time. So I have a whole portfolio of all the deals I've done since that time. And to this day, I, you know, I don't keep it up to date like I used to, but it really has been a, a valuable thing to, you know, help me learn from what I've done in the past. So as far as doubling, you know, my production and revenue, I, you know, it's happened a lot over the years. At times I've gone through ebbs and flows. What really, you know, the most recent moment was back in 2008. And I was in a position I had gone through working with a company that, frankly, I was sold a bill of goods when I came into the company and then was pretty frustrated with that. And having young children, it was one of those stories. You know, I'm sit pop step. My kids just went to sleep at 2 a.m. And I'm thinking, how the heck am I going to turn things around? And long story short, I ended up hiring a sales coach. I got tired of trying to do everything on my own. And it was the best thing I ever did because, you know, a lot of us as entrepreneurs and sales professionals think, you know, nobody's going to get what we're, what we're going through and trying to do everything on our own. And I think it's really important to find good coaches like yourself. And there's a lot of them out there to work with, to bounce ideas off, somebody who can be objective because we can't be objective about ourselves. It's, it's just not easy to do if possible. So in doing that, I learned, you know, finally that selling is a system. You know, there's a process for selling, just like there's a process we all go through when we buy something. And it finally wasn't about me as much as it was about operating the system. And that was really freeing. And it, it became more fun to go to work on Monday morning because I didn't have to be perfect every day. And that was a big deal. So with that, you know, back in 2008, I joined a company called BioFortis. It was three engineers and me. I'm definitely not an engineer by any stretch. But I understood, you know, the, the, what they were trying to do and, and the customers they were going after. We grew that company from four of us to 45 in about 18 months, which was pretty phenomenal for a small software company focused on selling to academic medical research centers and, yeah. and people like that. But we went from literally one client being a division of the National Institute of Health here in the U.S. to 45 major pharma and Big names like Case Western and Cleveland Clinic and so on. And we did that because, frankly, I and my good friend and CEO completely committed ourselves to figuring this out in a personalized way. How can we approach this marketplace? And, and more importantly, the individuals in the marketplace. Instead of you know, prospects, I'm calling on Jim or Jane or, or Lisa and thinking of it that way. You know, what can I do to help them? And we just... I mean, we grew by 300 and some percent that first year and just took off. Since then, it's been a lot easier. Well, 
congratulations. And thanks for sharing that story. So Brian, after you had that major increase, what did you know about business or entrepreneurship or growing your sales at that point? Like what was the major shift if there was one, like looking back, so you, you went from four to 45 people in 18 months at the end of that, when you all sat down and looked at each other, like, what did you learn from that? And what can you share with our listeners about that journey, about taking that kind of a quantum leap? Yeah. You know, there was a lot of, it's funny when you start succeeding and you're paying, you're applying more focus to your successes than your daily failures. You start to, your natural motivation comes in. It's not a lot of jump up and down and trying to get yourself motivated. Just look for those small wins. And that's kind of what we did. You know, we would have a good meeting with somebody at a big company and walk out of it and just say, hey, there's hope here. And this was back when nobody was really buying in the beginning. (laughs) Nobody understood. A lot of people didn't understand what we were trying to offer them. In those early days, we kind of, you know, set realistic goals. Number one, we didn't stress ourselves out day after day with these, you know, gargantuan goals. I mean, obviously we wanted big things, but It was really valuable for us so we could relax and just focus on the human relationship here. You know, the the relationship that when I have a meeting with Steve Friend at Merck, for example, I'm thinking about Steve before I show up, not my quarterly sales goals, you know, and there's a time for that. And then there's a time to focus on Steve. And we got really good at that. But the beliefs, you know, that changed were really around treating, you know, the whole idea of sales is an interact is a series of human interactions. And that's really all. And when you boil it down, that's what it's about. So who wants to have an interaction with another human being who's just going to pitch a product at them? You know, and it's thinking a numbers game. So, you know, the, the belief came, you know, how can we help these people succeed? How can we get into their conversation versus bringing what we have and trying to push it on them? That was a big part. Well, that's a great reminder and lesson for all of us. I mean, really, like, yeah, it's true. There's a time and a place in the sales meetings for the numbers and where are we and what are our goals. But that moment before you walk in to meet with that new potential client to focus on them, you know, let's make it about them. How can we come from that place of service? Because, you know, it does, it takes that pressure off, but it's just such a beautiful way of saying that. So thank you for sharing that. You know, when you told your story in the beginning, Brian, you mentioned, you know, that selling you know, didn't come naturally to you, but you obviously, because of the space you're in now, you've learned probably a lot about selling and how, not a lot, you've learned countless amounts of information about selling and what it really is and what it means to you. What I'm curious about is like for you personally, you know, that what is the number one belief you changed about yourself that allowed you to have the kind of success you're having today? Yeah. You know, it it took a long time for me. I mean, I, I think it does for a lot of people. It's funny that the good friends of mine and the clients that I've worked with who are a little old, maybe in their second half of their career, and they've been very successful, but struggled early on, they all had this similar belief change. And it really comes around this self-concept of I'm a service professional. And I'm someone here, you know, selling that I heard a quote somewhere a while back saying selling is the most loving thing you can do. And when done correctly, it really is true. I mean, there's people out there that really do need what you are offering. Otherwise, maybe you shouldn't be the one offering it if you don't believe that. When you really download that, it's kind of a just not right not to get out there and offer what you have because there's people struggling. You know, there's a lot of pain. Nobody buys anything if everything's okay. I mean, if they're just, you know, sitting on the beach and everything's fine, it's the hardest time to sell someone when they're neutral. There's a lot of people who are in pain who, frankly, don't understand, you know, it's like latent pain. They don't understand what they're really dealing with. 
and they're looking for someone to ask the right questions and really care about them for a short period of time so they can discover it themselves and feel good about the decision they're making. I mean, I don't, we don't deal with objections. I mean, my clients, after they're working with me, objections, I mean, of course, we have to prepare. I mean, ultimately, in any business, there's probably a half dozen objections when you break it down that they have to prepare for. But we don't deal with them very often because we're showing up in a way that is focused on, you know, understanding where they are in terms of, I'm talking about prospects, where they are and, you know, their own self-discovery in terms of the problems they're dealing with. And that comes from questioning. You know, we don't, we just don't get enough questions. We don't ask enough questions as sales professionals, even though that rhetoric has been out there for 30, 40 years. It's just, unless you have a system to work with, you're focused more on what you're doing versus the other person sitting across the table from you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's one of the reasons I went out and got a degree in counseling (laughs) psychology. At the time, there wasn't a degree in coaching, but I, I have found my degree in counseling psychology. I know you've been through tons of coaching certifications and training as well. And there's nothing more important than listening. And we talk about that a lot in the show because, you know, it's such a lost art. I just tell my clients, I'm like, you could sit down with someone and ask them, probably two questions, a prospect and ask them two questions. And if you just sit and listen for the next hour, they'll probably buy from you because you simply listened. I mean, then you got to make sure it's a good fit, but it's this thing that we, we think we're supposed to know everything and have this glossy presentation when, you know, the human condition right now is that we just wish someone would listen to us. So that your point is so well taken. It, I think it's the most important thing you can do, but it's also a gift you give people, right? So whether or not they become your client, they'll be connected to you. They'll refer people to you. They'll support you in other ways. And also I want to tie back to the thing you, the, you mentioned about just how much people need what we have. A coaching friend of mine once said, someone somewhere is praying for what you have. And it's truth. And we're, and we can get locked in our little offices, hiding, afraid to pick up the phone. And there's, there's so much need out there. So thank you for sharing that as well. All right, Brian, I have more questions. We could chat all day, but I want to get into, so go back to the tech firm, right? You guys had that explosive growth, four to 45, 18 months. <laughs> Love those numbers. What are the top two sales strategies that you and your team used to get there? Yeah, you know, one, I'll answer that from a couple of different approaches. I mean, from the thinking was partnership, right? I mean, there's, there's three aspects. I mean, it's the mindset, the actual strategies or techniques that we used, and then the following through and how we got ourselves to follow through consistently because you do have to keep on people. There's a lot of inertia in buyers or potential buyers. So, you know, how, thinking in terms of a partnership, I mean, how can we, like I mentioned before, how can we get into their conversation? And that takes some research and just pausing for a minute to think about that person that we're pursuing or who's pursuing us. And then, you know, essentially how can we bring value? You know, it's pretty obvious when you do stop to think about what most people are looking to do as the provider of something, the seller, you're actually at a big advantage because you have all the case studies. I mean, you understand your business better than anybody else and how their peers have leveraged you or even leveraged some of your competitors. And then you can bring that to the conversation. And then we basically, you know, as far as strategies, just, you know, got out there in in a very narrow market. We narrowed our market on purpose. We didn't go after, we narrowed it down to, this was selling the business, big companies mostly, but mid-sized big companies. We narrowed that down to 2,000 people around the world that are 
really the people that we should be talking to. Everyone else who works for those people are important at a different stage in the sales process. So we really, you know, thought about this differently. And that all of that kind of coming together really helped us excel and not waste a lot of time. Because when you're a small business, you can't spend a ton of money chasing all sorts of opportunities. I mean, you, you'll go broke pretty fast doing that and be even worse, be more frustrated. The other thing, you know, we separated, I should say I separated because I was head of sales. <laughs> I separated, you know, what I did from who I am. That was a big part for me because I was so caught up for so many years and, you know, I'm not the sales type. I'm not the sales type. And finally, just learned from this mentor that I was working with that, you know, what you do is not necessarily the same as who you are. I mean, there's times when I'm a dad, I'm a father, I'm times when I'm, you know, a mountain climber. And then there's times when I'm a seller. And when you run a business, you're in all, you wear all sorts of hats, of course, but really separating that. So if I have a bad day, if I do, um, if I go through a number of meetings and do presentations and I, you know, don't feel good about it, maybe I totally screwed up the presentation. I may have been a, you know, on a scale of one to 10 or three that day, but it doesn't mean that myself as an individual is anything less than a 10 because you can't improve. I mean, if you think you're a three at doing presentations, you're never going to get any better. Because why would you? You just keep reverting back to three. And so that kind of thinking, just separating who I am from what I do, really did help a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. I think a lot of us can use that reminder to just remember that when we're having a bad day in sales or selling or business, we can step out of that and step into who we know mm-hmm. we truly are. Great tips, partnership, how we can bring value, narrowing the market. This has come up a lot lately on the show, just really like, you know, finding that niche instead of chasing everyone and then just remembering who you are. Thank you. Thank you for sharing those. And so we're going to keep going. I bit, Last big question here, Brian, you're an expert in helping people develop their own selling style. You talked about a sales system. I'd love to hear the top two to three strategies that you teach your clients. And I mean, some of this might be a little bit of overlap, but what do you teach your clients? Yeah. So what I really do is help people with self-discovery in the context of sales and entrepreneurship, of selling, truly selling, right? Because a lot of us don't think of ourselves as sales professionals or maybe the world's changed a bit and how the world sees sales professionals is a little different. So I take people through a, a few assessments. One is the popular assessment called DISC, D-I-S-C, which stands for four unique personality types. It's a way of understanding ourselves better and then also how we can relate with others, you know, and recognize their own pro- other people's profiles and match our communication styles and so forth. The other is the ELI assessment or energy leadership index assessment, which I've been trained on. And it's an interesting tool. It's been used by, taken by over 40,000 executives around the world, but it's not very popular at the same time and not very good marketing, I guess, but it's invaluable because it really measures the, you know, the attitudes and it's, it kind of helps you see yourself in terms of, you know, where your energy is. I know, Ursula, you talk a lot about energy and thoughts or things and so forth. I mean, this is an assessment that really helps the individual see themselves more clearly. And it looks at seven different levels of energy that we take out into the world and how we think about ourselves privately, as well as maybe how others view us. And so that kind of self-understanding is very valuable. And from there, developing a personalized, you know, practical strategy that is, you know, unique to you as a sales professional or in the sales role 
that you can use to go out and accomplish your goals. I mean, this, I, the last thing I want to do is give people just a lot of language and pithy sayings, and then their sales results don't go up. So we try to focus on, you know, specifically, you know, what's going on in their business, real scenarios. How can we look at this differently? How can we approach it from a mindset, from a strategy and accountability perspectives? And then we'll work from there. So, Brian, do you have a story that you could share with us of a client you worked with and you did both or maybe one of these assessments and then they just got some great results? And how did that unfold for them? Yeah. I mean, recently, a woman I worked with, she went through these assessments, DLI, and and understood a little better. She had never realized how much of a victim she was. She was Mm. really hit her that she was taking a victim mentality out into her daily life, her personal life, but also in her business. And instantly after going through this process, understood, you know, wow, I'm blaming, you know, the other person, you know, for showing up late to the meeting, for example, and it really threw me or, you know, they misled me in the sales process, which, you know, happens all the time, obviously, for everybody. So, you know, she started taking more accountability for Mm -hmm. her language and the way she was approaching things. And she not only ended up switching companies because part of the deal, what she realized was she was hanging out with a lot of victims. You know, she instantly started seeing it, was very conscious of the people she was around and ended up starting her own business on the side as well as joining a new company where she's thriving now. I mean, she's happier than ever. This was a client about, we first did the assessment about a year ago, last spring, and now she has her own business. It's Now she's in a position where she's deciding, do I jump ship and just go full-time my own business or do I succeed, continue to succeed in the new company that I'm with? And she's succeeding on both ends. So that's another decision to make and it's another tough one, but it's a nice yeah. problem. But it all came back to you know, understanding yourself a little bit, that whole idea of self-discovery. Well, it's invaluable. I mean, learning about ourselves is the biggest gift that we can give because there's things we can't see. And you mentioned the importance of coaching and mentoring. And absolutely, like I'm sure you've had countless coaches. I've had countless coaches. I have two coaches I'm working with right now, different areas of my life, but so critical to moving forward. And you know, I think so many of the successful people in the world have coaches and people supporting them. We heard a statistic recently, you've probably heard this as well, but you're 95% more likely to succeed if you have a coach. I mean, how does it get better than that? You know, and we like in the world of sports, everybody has a coach and then you get into business, you're like, oh, no, I'm just going to do this by myself. (laughs) I'm going to make it hard for myself. But when it doesn't have to be the case. So that's a perfect segue, Brian. I want to tell if you could tell our listeners you know, if they want to work with you privately and potentially have some of these assessments done or work with you as a coach, how could they reach out to you? And then I want you to please tell us about the Sales Reboot Summit. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. I, you know, BrianHughesCoaching.com is my website. And I encourage people to reach out and send me an email or give me a call and we can schedule a time to talk. And I'd love to offer, you know, a free session, 30 minute session to the first 12 or so people that reach out from your show and please uh, signify that in the email that you sent to me that you listen to this podcast. But yeah, I mean, to your last point, I mean, doing it on your own is really tough. I mean, it's a lot of us do it for years and then finally have an experience where we either are lucky enough to have someone in our family or in the company we're working for be a mentor. But many of us, especially solo entrepreneurs and, and entrepreneurs who have, who are building companies don't have that luxury necessarily. So I uh, experienced that myself and talk about the sales reboot summit. It's a, 
interview series that I'm putting together that's going to launch on Monday, June 4th. Ursula is one of our guests and one of our fantastic speakers involved. But we have, you know, just a honestly, I started this because these are the people that I reached out to, you know, when I was struggling back, you know, 10 years ago, it started, it all started 10 years ago when I started reaching out to, you know, guys like Tom Ziegler, for example, Sig Ziegler's son, who runs the Ziegler Enterprise and Michael Bosworth and Dan Walshmitt. A lot of these guys who are doing sales training around the world and have helped millions of people. I just decided to pick up the phone and or send an email and then get them on the phone and just frankly, to see if they could spend some time sharing their great ideas with me. And so the idea of this summit is to collect 21 experts who are going to talk about, you know, how to really reboot yourself. You know, you may have had some success or maybe you're in a slump or you're just, you know, struggling to really hit the goals that the big goals that you have for yourself. In each of these interviews, I'm asking the experts about, you know, what they would do if they were in your shoes, essentially. And each person is different. All these conversations are very different. And I've brought in folks from sales training, from psychology, from career planning. There's some personal branding experts, experts in LinkedIn, who've got 18 million followers on LinkedIn, for example. So there's a nice variety of individuals in the summit who will definitely help you get to the next level if you give them the chance. So I encourage you to sign up for that. You can find more information about that at thesalesreboot.com. Again, that's thesalesreboot.com. And also at my website, you'll be able to find that in the blog. So I encourage you to check that out. Phenomenal. And Brian, thanks again for including me in the Sales Reboot Summit. I'm honored to be a part of it. And I just know it's going to be a huge success. And I just want to encourage everyone who's listening. Definitely. I mean, this is your opportunity to get some wonderful training. Check it out. Go to the website. Reach out to Brian if he can help you directly as well. Brian, you know, some of our listeners might be having their best day in business or sometimes their most challenging day. In 30 seconds or less, what's your best advice to someone who might be having their one of their worst days in business? Yeah, realize it's not who you truly are. Your results are not who you are. I mean, who you are is bigger than any results you'll ever get. So if you can separate that, you know, look at yourself and realize that, you know, God only creates perfection. You are a 10, but your role performance may be less than that at times. And just look at it in that in that way. And then your roles, you can improve on things. You can do training. You can work with someone. You can read a book and get one idea and everything changes, you know, for you in a sales role, for example. But I think it's important to remember that. Perfect. Brian, I want to thank you for being a guest on the Double Your Sales Now show. It's truly been a pleasure having you with us today. Yeah, thank you, Ursula. I appreciate it. So much fun. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you haven't gone to our website yet, go to salescoachnow.com, grab the authentic sales formula and entrepreneur's guide to serving more clients without being pushy or salesy. It's our webinar. It's our gift to you. It's almost a $500 value. Come and spend an hour with me on the webinar. And I guarantee you, you will leave inspired and excited about taking the next step in your sales. Also, I'd love to partner with you on your next event, conference, or sales training session. You can go to Ursula Mencius, and I'll spell it, U-R-S-U-L-A-M-E-N-T-J-E-S.com to see all my latest keynotes and presentations. I'd love to come out and support your team any way possible. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. If there's anything I can do, email me at Ursula at salescoachnow.com and make this your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. 
To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Thank you.